Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. Today we have another best of episode, how to crockpot your savings strategy.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. the connection between food and money. I often talk about it a lot whenever I'm giving a presentation because I think obviously food is something that hopefully we all like to eat. I know I have a um, an affinity for food, probably for all the, the wrong kinds of food. Um, I'm really trying right now, my birthday's in July, and I'm trying right now to do kind of a low carb, low sugar thing. And I'm going to have to admit to you, it is really hard to do because I love those things, right? But I know they're not great for my performance. But anyway, you know, uh, uh, food, I think the way I really relate it to money is, you know, when you're thinking about a meal or you're thinking about a recipe, right? There are ingredients that you need to put together in order for the recipe to turn out right, especially if we're talking about baking. Um, if there's any bakers, oh, bakers listening, you know, if you do not actually measure the ingredients, you're not going to have the amazing cake or you're not going to have that that dessert that tastes so amazing that everybody, you know, falls in love with. And so you can get away with, you know, kind of um, guesstimating when you're cooking lots of other things, especially if you made it a few times. But baking is like one of the specialties where you every single time you have to be super exacting. And I think there are a lot of things like that in money, right? There are some things where you can just kind of guess. You can kind of, you know, go, okay, well, I did it this way last time. So maybe I'll put a little more of this or a little bit more of that. But then there are definitely some things when it comes to money where you need to be like the baker and you need to be super exacting or as exacting as you can be, right? Everything is with kind of a grain of salt is always my message for, for all you guys that are listening. But you get the idea. I mean, I, I just think it has some like direct correlations and we can understand food. We can understand cooking. Even if we don't cook, you can understand, you know, meal planning and a recipe and ingredients and kind of how certain ingredients come together to create something amazing. And obviously how certain ingredients, they just don't mix well, right? Or it just doesn't taste good. Um, and so I found this amazing article on Financial Planning Magazine. And I went, wow, this is such an awesome topic idea. And, and it really, I think, helps explain uh, investing and saving and why it's so important to start this young. And even if you know that intuitively, like we all know that intuitively, right? But I think, you know, sometimes when you can make a correlations between things, it just, for some reason, it somehow clicks in your brain. And, you know, all personal finance ec experts, we disagree on a lot of things, but one thing we definitely agree on, again, is starting early to save. It's going to almost always help you reach those lifestyle goals quicker and with more ease than waiting longer in life. And that is just, it's literally like a mathematical equation. Throw out whatever the stock market does or whatever your investments return or whether you're conservative or risky or whatever it may be. It really is just a time. It's just a mathematical equation that makes this make sense. So when we talk about crockpotting your savings, I know, which is kind of crazy, right? But, but think about it this way. The idea is very simple. 
When you prep a meal in a crock pot, it takes advanced planning, right? You got to get all of the different ingredients together at one time, and then you dump them all in the crock pot. I mean, that is like the brilliance of the crock pot. I adore the crock pot because almost every time something comes out amazing from the crock pot, even if I forgot an ingredient to put in it, it's something about the low and slow cooking of meat or ingredients that really blend together. And you you cook, if if you don't know, if you've not crock pot cooked yet, uh, or if there's anybody out there who's like a deep fear of cooking, I severely, strongly urge you to try crock pot cooking because it's really hard to mess up crock pot cooking. It really is. It's quite simple. Um, And so, you know, you turn the crock pot on low And, you know, whatever's in the crock pot, it may cook for six to eight hours. And you don't even really need to do much. A lot of times you don't even need to stir it. But a lot of times stirring is good occasionally, right? Um, But then it's just like magic. At the end of like six or eight hours, you open the lid and all of a sudden you have this amazing dish. So the effort is fairly minimal on your part. The toughest part is just getting all the ingredients together in, in the beginning uh, but the crock pot really is like your personal chef, and you can almost never miss mess it up. You can almost never. Um, one of my favorite dishes that I make in the crock pot is a mean red wine braised short ribs. It 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 almost always comes out amazing. And I've tried to replicate the dish actually in you know a pan on the stove and and cooking my short ribs. It never works out right for whatever reason. Um, and it's quite frustrating actually because I'm a bit of a competition person. So I compete with myself and I I like to like I, I like to make it work. So when it doesn't work, I get really frustrated. But, you know, I, the, the crock pot works well. So why, why am I trying to mess with the good thing, right? But think about it this way, right? If you wait until the last minute, a microwave can be used to prep a meal, right? How many times do we get home late from work or we're exhausted on the weekend or we come home from the bar or whatever it may be and we just want something fast and we just pop it in the microwave? I mean, the microwave has just taken off. Whether it's good for us or not good for us, I think most of us are guilty of microwaving probably far too much because it's just fast. You know, if we've got to wait for the oven to heat up and then we've got to wait for something to warm up in the oven. I mean, it could take, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And a lot of us just don't want to, let's face it, we just don't want to spend the time waiting for the oven, right? We'd rather, or the crock pot, my God, why would we want to wait, you know, six to eight eight hours for something? We want something in 30 seconds that's going to be warm and somewhat uh, resemble the original structure of the meal. But the outcome is hardly the same, right? So if I tried cooking my short ribs in red wine sauce in the microwave, it is not going to be amazing. It's probably going to be uh, chewy and it's just not going to be tender. It's not going to be slow cooked. It's not going to have that same flavor. But, you know, there are certain things that I can cook. I can cook, cook a baked potato in a microwave. I can cook... Um, you know, I'm not a TV dinner person, but I could cook a TV dinner in the microwave. You could cook so many things actually in the microwave. And there are so many places around the world where they don't have ovens. They actually use 
the microwave or some form of the microwave to cook meals. And again, it's because it's fast and it's simple and it doesn't take a lot of energy. It doesn't take a lot of electricity a lot of times. Um, But can you actually pull off a prosperous retirement, a prosperous kind of lifestyle goals, despite having minimal investment expertise and without spending a lot of hours on your portfolio? That's the question. Can you microwave your savings? Can you microwave your retirement, your lifestyle goals? Or do you need a crockpot strategy? Do you need a low and slow strategy? Well, I want to look at this example from the financial planning article. I'll link it in the show notes because it's a really good read. Um, A lot of the articles on there are meant for financial planners and they're a little bit more, I would say, kind of in depth than... um, than you actually need to know about. But I think this one is written in pretty pretty good English, pretty f- easy to understand um, from a planning perspective. So here was their example, all right? So you start working at 25 and you make $35,000. Hopefully you'll actually make a lot more at the start, but um, that figure isn't really unrealistic, right? Um, I think 35,000, 40,000, 45,000, even when you roll out of college, it's, it's a pretty decent number. You know, unfortunately, most of us have student loans or car payments or credit card debt. And so that's what makes it really tough, tough on those numbers. And then if you live anywhere like a, you know, LA, New York, Chicago, even maybe, uh, you know, there's certain places like that where it's, it's hard to stretch that kind of money, especially if you don't have a roommate or anything like that. But anyway, let's just go with $35,000 for this example. So your income increases 2.5% each year during your working career. Again, pretty, pretty average. Um, the average is usually around 3%, but there's going to be some years where you're probably not going to get an increase. So two and a half percent, I think works. And then you plan to retire around age 70 with your final salary is roughly around $103,000 a year. Again, these are just sort of um, numbers that we're picking from the sky, that they're picking from the sky for this example. You could retire earlier, later. Um, I I really think that, especially the younger millennials listening to the podcast, you're actually going to probably retire later. But, you know, I think every time I say that, people really freak out. But think about it. Like, if you retire at 70, but you live to 100, you spend 30 years in retirement, that's a really long time to either not be doing anything or to need cash for, right? When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. 
Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this, they release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. 
You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. So I think the idea really is to find things that you love to do and that you you almost don't retire from. You know, I, I'm the type of person where I don't actually think I want to quote unquote retire. Like the idea for me of just stopping doing everything, I think it sounds really good for a specific period of time, like maybe a couple months, but I'm just not that type of person. I need to be active. I need to be stimulated. I've always got a new idea. There's always something I'm working on. So for me, I don't really think that works, but for a lot of you that might, it's fine. That's why this is, this is so, uh, this is not one size fits all right? We're talking about investing. We're talking about how much money you need to save. Uh, There's so many different factors that come into this that it is impossible for someone to tell you exactly what to do unless you hire a certified financial planner or somebody to work with who is actually really looking at your numbers and matching those with your goals, right? So I want to make that clear. All right, so back to our scenario. So during your 45-year working career, you're going to earn about $2.85 million. It's a lot of money, hopefully more. And if you've saved 10% of your annual income during that 45-year working career and you earned zero interest on your savings, you'll have around $285,000, right? That's not a lot of money um, for working that long. However, if you save 10% of your salary and experience a 6% average annual return in your investment portfolio, your account value at the start of your retirement period at age 70 will be somewhere around a million seventy-two and some change. So this is a slow and steady crockpot approach. Do you understand? So what it means is that you're slowly increasing your income, right? Maybe you're slowly increasing the percentage that you're saving. Um, you know, your your average annual return, gosh, that's going to go up and down and backwards and forwards and all, all, all the, I mean, it's going to go in every direction. Nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody can tell you. All people can use are, you know, historical averages, but, you know, we're kind of blowing the top off history lately. So, you know, I, I don't know what is, is the magic number. I don't know exactly what's going to happen in your savings. I, I don't know exactly what goals you want to achieve. You know, maybe you don't need that much. Maybe you need a lot more. I don't know. I don't know exactly, right? But the point is, is that this is kind of a crockpot approach. This is a slow and steady approach over a really long period of time, over 45 years. This isn't, you know, trying to cram in trying to hit, you know, a million dollar mark uh, at age 45 or age 50 even, and you've only got a few years to really cram it in. I mean, that is that is microwaving your savings. So let's talk about what you can control, right? You can control the annual savings percentage that you contribute to your 401k, to your IRA, to a Roth, even the amount you're saving an emergency fund, whatever it may be for you, you can control that savings percentage. That's really where 
knowing your numbers and and diving into your numbers every week, every month at the minimum, and really looking at your expenses and and seeing, you know, how creative you can be with those without giving up anything. Because it's not about giving up. It's about tweaking. There may be a few things that you have to give up, but that's okay, right? So number two, the degree or the amount of, of match that comes from the company you work with, um, to a degree, you can control that, right? So if your company has you know, a 6% match, you can control how much you're saving up to that match. You can't control uh, the match amount. The company sets that match amount, all right? Just to make that clear. What you can't control is the return on your funds, right? But you can do your best, your very best to match the funds you choose with your particular risk tolerance, how risky you really want to be. And if you've never done this before, I'm going to link to a really simple quiz you can take online to find out your risk tolerance. Um, the The free one that I found is actually, I think it's um, a London risk tolerance, Europe risk tolerance quiz. But it'll give you it'll give you a feel. So I'm going to go ahead and link that um, in the show notes for you to to check out. If you've never if you've never done this before, I think it's a really good idea because it's really important for you to figure out how risky you want to be. Because you could read a thousand articles that say, oh, you should be you know eighty percent in stocks and twenty percent in bonds, and you should be in all these fast growing stocks and this and that, but it just might not mix with your own personal beliefs. And so it's really important to match those things up. But the longer you wait, the longer you wait to start savings and investing, the higher interest rate you're really going to need to earn to reach, you know, if we're, if we're talking about kind of the coveted $1 million mark, or really any investment goal that you have. And why is this? It's because of compound interest. And again, just simply mathematics. It's just math, right? So if we save a small bit over a period of time, but we have compounding, that money is compounding, it's growing on top of money. Even if we have years where the stock market doesn't perform as well, maybe we're going to have other years where it performs great, right? And so it might kind of counteract that a little bit. But again, it's just mathematics. It's about taking that low and slow approach. And there are great calculators. Uh, I'll link again a few of those. You can figure out the mathematics and see it live and in color of how it works. Okay, if you put $25 in each month, if you put $50 in each month, you know, what is the guesstimate? Again, because it's all guesstimate. We don't know the future. We cannot even begin to figure out the future. But what we can do is guesstimate it. And that's what a lot of these calculators do. And they help you, you know, they help you give a kind of a range, right? So you can kind of feel comfortable with wherever you're at. And just focus on your best effort. What's the best you can save right now? It's likely going to change over time, and that's fine. And for women, women listening to the podcast, it might change dramatically, right? Because we get married, we have kids, we take time off, we start and stop our career a lot throughout our lives. And women also live longer. And if you're married, the stats state that women really are kind of at greater risk because a lot of times what happens is the husband will end up passing away before the wife and you'll end up spending a lot of the money on the husband. And then the wife is like, wait a minute, (laughs) I don't have anything left and I'm going to, I'm going to still be living for another 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it may be. Right? 
So women are at a lot more risk. And, and, and this is why, especially for women, starting super early with, with your savings, with your investing, all of these things is, can be super powerful. So challenge yourself a bit, right? Roll up your sleeves, get friendly with your numbers. How much can you realistically save? Don't kill yourself. It's, this is not about, this is not about um, who can save the most. Uh, this is not about like a competition with your friends. This is just about you and your numbers and your bank account, all right? So a few tips to keep in mind. Again, start investing early in life. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It can be a really small amount. And set a goal to invest at least 10% a year. But start at whatever level you can. If you can only start at 1% or 2%, who cares? Start somewhere. That's the whole point, you know? I find so many people that are like, well, I can't save 10%, so I'm just going to not save anything. And I've, I've done that myself. Uh, I'm guilty of that, like certain times in my life where I've had that kind of mentality and I really have to shake myself out of it because I know the crockpot strategy, right? Um, and I know the microwave strategy, it can work, but it usually doesn't work as well as the crockpot idea. Um, you know, think about investing, you know, in, in whatever portfolio again matches, matches with your own goals and your thoughts and feelings about investing. It's so critical. Um, you know, aim to save as much as you can. Automate the savings process. If you can automate it, it's so much better because it just will automatically flow places. And again, it takes the decision out from yourself, right? You made a decision in the beginning, okay, here's how much I'm going to save. But then when it automatically does it, it again, it, 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 takes away that decision point for you each month, which some months can be really hard. I know because I've been there. There's some months where I'm like, I don't want it to go there. I want it to stay here. Um, but I know how important it is for it to to go and to save and to have this crockpot. So crockpot your lifestyle savings. Don't do a mad dash at the end. Don't need to microwave it. Um, it might not be that tasty. It might be, but it might not be, right? So think of think of that low and steady approach. All right. I'm going to have lots of links in the show notes. So click over to those. Hopefully some of those will be great for you. Give some sort of visualization to this, especially if you're new and early to investing. Some of this might just be, you know, getting kind of familiar with how this works and really understanding um, investing because it can be a little bit tricky. It's, it's pretty simple, but I know starting out, it can be, it can be really, um, scary. And even if you've been in the market for a long time, and maybe you've lost some money here or there, you know, you can start to get real panicked. And that panic can stop you from um, increasing your savings in whatever way it might be so that you can inch forward to, to those amazing lifestyle goals that I know you want to achieve. All right, as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. 